0: Welcome
1: to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. So we thought for uh, this podcast we talk about space and why we're lacking space and what space means in, in people's world. So the biggest demand I hear asked by our clients and people we work with and after a seminar is, Matt, you know, help me with this mental health. My people aren't happy. I'm anxious. Um, I'm overscheduled. I don't have enough time. So, we thought we'd spend a chunk of time here talking about space and what space is and how it's something we, we better pay attention to or else it's going to get eaten up. So, what do you guys think of space? Kristen, what do you think of when someone says space in your in your world?
2: Well, I think of it, we talk a lot about white space. So, I think of it kind of as like A strategic break between our activities, so just breaks in our day, but we're conscious of those breaks. And when it comes to even mindfulness, it's just it's conscious space. You're being mindful of the time that you have, and you're just making those times and breaks count.
1: So, what do you see sometimes people making mistakes doing, or even yourself? Do you have any examples? Yeah,
2: I'm the same way. We have this family Google Drive where we're constantly uploading family photos and the whole family checks them. It's it's just a fun thing. Well, I find that in my downtime I think about, oh, I gotta post all the photos that I took from Brady C and Santa or whatever it is on, you know, this drive. And then by the time I know it, it's an hour, you know, later and I'm just surfing through pictures, you know. So it's just it's these little things that sometimes we try to fill our time with and it doesn't really give us, you know, the, it's not as satisfying as maybe something else we'd spend our time so doing. So it's,
1: it's easier than ever to get gobbled up, whether it's posting pictures or checking emails or some of these fun, addicting things that we like to do that end up mm-hmm. taking away some of the space. Dad, what do you think of when it comes to space? I think it's a way for me to kind of quiet my mind in a lot
0: of ways. You know, I, I think many people are missing stillness. Mm-hmm. And when we've worked with a lot of different organizations and you get people to lay down and work on their diaphragmatic breathing and you can kind of notice right away that it's very uncomfortable for people to be still. And, and sometimes it creates that awareness that maybe I need to bring more of that. I mean, one of the reasons I like to play, I think it creates a lot of stillness in my mind. It's more fun and you're not thinking about the workout such as reps or sets or things like that and that's all great but sometimes I think we're not getting our we don't we don't have enough of that space in our life and we're just talking about it we have a meeting and you have multiple meetings during your day and then all of a sudden something you know somebody cancels a meeting and you have that space what do you do with that time and most people try to fill that right up and reality is when we have an empty calendar it's so freeing and it's
1: amazing how you feel in your gut that i have that time what should someone do if they have that cancellation because it's not normal right it's not normal to just say hey i'm going to go i'm going to go lay down or <laughs> take a walk cuz everyone's in such a hurry there's such a demand there's such a pace well i think what happens
0: when i have a meeting that's been canceled it allows me to kind of think about bigger picture stuff versus just the tactical strategy stuff during the day but now it gives me a little bit more space to kind of really get into the good stuff and I think that's what we are looking for we're looking for the good stuff versus just the little itty-bitty
1: things you know that eat up all of our time so and we all get asked to hey can you come help my company organization me personally with being mindful and that's why we thought we'd talk about space it's kind of the big big picture of how do you how do you have more focused attention and how do you become mindful but it does the do these mental health issues that we're seeing relate back to space so you know 10 million people is estimated suffer from anxiety you can't go anywhere without hearing people not happy You go to some of these cities and you just look around and people are are miserable. But how does space connect to that? You've heard this before, but
0: you know, back in the day, my mom used to we used to go out and play in the backyard. And then one of the things she'd always do is bring out a blanket and we'd lay on the grass on the blanket and we'd look up in the clouds. And that was I still remember this today. It was this amazing amount of space, and we just lay there on the blanket looking at the clouds, and it was all that kind of that magical stuff for your brain so i just think as time goes on as i get older it's becomes even more important
1: now it's becoming harder though right it's becoming so much harder why like use your example i mean what year was that in the the 70s Uh, no that was in the
0: 60s 60s (laughs) 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 you're aging me but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean think about that you know we didn't have it the phone was attached to the wall and Um, there was no such thing as computers and social media. And if you wanted to be entertained, I remember when Batman came on TV, it was in the, in the sixties and it was color. And my neighbor had a color TV set and we'd all go over there and it was a special time. We'd be watching Batman because it was the first TV show that was in color. So we had tons of space and and then you're outside all the time running around and so we don't we didn't have the anxiety and the obesity and depression and I mean we had it but in such a smaller scale so i think as you just mentioned matt that as things keep speeding up we got to be even more aware of how we're lacking or missing that that space that stillness we know when we take kids in school and give them a little time to breathe and move and They perform
1: better what's our what's our fear of time like uh unwasted time or what's the quote that you were saying earlier oh i always use the the time we love to waste is not wasted time but that's a problem in our society because we think any time wasted is well you hear this all the time
0: i'm bored that's a good thing Mm -hmm. because now when you become bored sometimes it allows you to start having that space to Ask better questions and kind of contemplate what is possible. And but I, yeah, I think this topic is so huge because we're always being asked about stress and mental health, and it's it's relatively a simple solution. But it's not th- easy. to Do you think we're trying to get execute. too
1: specific with those? I would call them almost symptoms, whether it's anxiety or depression or not being happy or stress. Maybe it's even digestive issues because of so much stress? Are we trying to go so focused on those versus saying, hey, do you just have space in your life? And that might solve a lot of other issues. And Kristen's, you know, our mindfulness expert and she talks about this a lot. But don't don't you guys both believe that if we just said, hey, what's your how much space do you have in your life? And then if you don't have enough, just focusing on adding some will will help people with their symptoms.
2: Well, I think we talk about a lot is managing your energy over time. And I think that's where people run into issue is they're just trying to check off the boxes or put a certain amount of hours in or be in the chair. You know, being in the chair doesn't get the job done. You know, it's all about the energy that you're spending on some of these things. So I always like to define mindfulness as a high level of energy in the present moment. And where does energy come from? It comes from how we rest comes from how we move, it comes from how we eat. And then when we're doing all those things, then it allows us to have more energy in the moment and allows us to have more space. I mean, even just working out is the first thing I do when I start my day and it just allows my mind to recover. And most of the time when I'm working out, I don't have headphones in, it's just complete silence. And I, th- I find that I thrive on silence or some of my best ideas come when I'm in the shower or driving in the car. I think everyone feels that way when they have just a little bit more downtime and stillness, that's where our best thoughts come to us. Even the other day I got a massage and I felt so rejuvenated leaving that massage because all these things came to me. You know, it's just, it just sometimes- It was
1: forced space. You can't check your phone. Right. You're not going to be uploading photos to the Google Drive. Mm-hmm. You're forced. So so, what are some mistakes that you've made from a space standpoint?
2: So I share this a lot in my presentations, but I'm sure people can relate to these things. And, and sometimes when we make mistakes because we're moving too fast, that's just a sign that we need to slow down and we have to have more space. So... Before I went on maternity leave, I had a jillion events in one week. I remember I was just I was trying to get it all in, and I think I had five speaking events in one week in five different cities. And after one speaking event, I got off stage and realized I had two different shoes on. Yeah, the whole I did the whole presentation had two different shoes on.
1: Might be the new look.
2: <laughs> yep, and then the Good next trend. the next presentation I only put one earring in. The next presentation after that, I accidentally walked into the men's bathroom before my pres- before I went on stage by accident. And I didn't realize it until I got into the stall and I thought, why is there all these urinals in the men's bathroom or the women's bathroom? Well, it was because I wasn't in the women's bathroom. I was in the men's bathroom. Don't they bathroom.
1: call that baby brain? Too? I guess
2: so. So I was having all these issues and then this is a whole nother story, but I accidentally put diesel gas in my scooter. These are simple things where people put their phone in the refrigerator or they go to the gym in their slippers that just tells them (laughs) you need more space because you're not being efficient. None of us can multitask, right? We know that's not productive. So just slowing down a bit. And I think that's what resting, eating, moving the right way allows us to do is we're just we have conscious attention on some of these things. And we're paying just more attention to what we're doing.
1: What would you say to somebody that can't sit still or in silence? And you know, we've all worked with people that just—it's a—it's like a fear of being like doing nothing is a fear. Dad, I mean, you've seen this. What? What? Why is this the case? And I would say a large majority of the society has this issue. Well, I, again, it's like the
0: frog. That's boiled in the water. It's so slow that the frog never jumps out of the water. It just is. It's a slow, and so it's, it just slowly builds. And now people become unaware that they have no space. So it's a addic- it's an addiction to be in. Yeah. So busy. again, back to the dopamine, the adrenaline. You know, serotonin and GABA are completely out to sp- out to lunch or out of space. So again, those are the things that we just. And then people don't really understand how they don't, they're now, they're not sleeping well. And then here comes, starts coming the medications. And so it's, a, I think it's a slow drip that we're see, seeing more and it's, and it's continued to going in a bad direction. And then you create this awareness for them when you bring them into an environment that they do not have any exit. And then you start seeing them start to twitch and turn. They're just
2: overstimulated. Yeah, so
0: when we we bring people in here and groups in here, and then we have them do some basic, I mean, we've done candle gazing and diaphragmatic breathing on the floor, and you can see right away, you ask them, how how much time do we just spend there? And they'll double the time. You know, we we just did that exercise for three minutes, and they think it's like 10. Mm -hmm.
1: And then other people are like, gosh, can we continue to do this? So... And and don't you think this, this mindset of, man, it's a competitive, fast paced world. And if you don't, if you're not trying to do something at uh, all 24 hours, you're going to get passed. That's what we're fearful of. But the truth is we all know, don't you guys believe that when you actually have more space and less like over less time, you actually accomplish something more powerful? One, like, of I, yeah, one of the guys at deep work yeah one of the guys
0: I used to work with um, was Matthew Cross and he always talked about you know you got to reset the catapult you got to pull that thing back and allow it to go to really create that. And I think that's where sometimes you want to be a higher performer and feel better and all that. you got to come back before you – so why are we going so fast when reality is – and we talk a lot about that in exercise. There's a lot of restorative movements that people are not doing or when you they re- – need
2: more range of motion. Yeah,
0: they need more of that um, than they do need more of the intensity. So I think it's a combination of things. But I think more and more people are finding
1: that they're just – They just are not aware. So let's talk about these awareness things and and maybe we'll just think off the top of our head. Where are some, what are some self observation of whether it's you or someone you know or someone you worked with of things they are doing that is a sign that they don't have enough space? Cause step one is self awareness. What are some of the things that you noticed?
2: I'd say just your breath. You know, if if you're taking a lot of fast breaths or you know, breathing with the chest or you know feeling like you may not notice that you're clenching your jaw or you're constantly like sitting with your legs crossed or your fists clenched or simple things like that where you're holding all this tension in that you probably don't even realize Hmm.
1: what about you dad what 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 things have you seen well you play you play a lot of paddle ball and you're you're at the gym with you're talking about some examples that you see with your your group
0: well sometimes they'll come out of the court and their first thing they're gonna do is run right to the phone versus let's get some water let's get the foam roller out and stretch in between games and you know that kind of stuff and sometimes i have to kind of be the they call me the sheriff i'm like hey you're here today just relax take put your phone away only two hours i mean it's not like it's it's not even that long
2: yeah you'll get to that stuff later
0: yeah so i think that creates awareness i'm like well i got this i'm like what if you didn't have your phone so
1: that's that's something people have to say if if that's their habit it's a a good sign that they need to create some some or you know we're on
0: the golf course and you can't go two holes without looking at your phone i mean not
1: that important what about what about meetings and calendars like what, what what should people be looking at there is it possible to be healthy happy and as a peak performer if you're constantly in a meeting Is it possible?
2: Well, I just find it's you can't really get any work done when you're in meetings or you're on calls all day. You're not getting any of those big picture things done.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the organizations I used to work with, we would have meeting after meeting after meeting, and then you're not gonna get anything done. And so and how do you feel at the end of the day oh you're just completely spent so again how those are all different awareness tools is what's my breathing like how am i sleeping do i have any downtime? am i excited about my morning my day i look at my calendar am i excited about my calendar or not those are all awareness things for me if i'm over scheduled like you had five events in one week that might happen, but I'm going I have to come back and have some downtime. You're gonna pull that catapult
1: back. I got to pull it back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for for me, I mean, going into 2020, we we all set these things that we want to accomplish, but I have to find more time where I'm getting silence because I'm. I got stuff to do at work. I like to hang out with my friends. I like to go to the gym and then I go home and, and I love to be with my family, but if I don't give myself some silence, there's no, gonna be no silence, you know? Mm-hmm. A three and a half year old, a two year old, and I'm four <laughs> month old. I'm not gonna get any quiet time, and by the time you're they're asleep, you know, it's 10 o'clock, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So if I don't do that in the somewhere in the day, mm-hmm. I find that my level of patience, my level of happiness is is much lower than I think it's possible. Now I think I'm a little more self-aware of this because I think about it because it's my job. But um, I also sometimes don't do what I know I need to do. So for me, 20 minutes in in the, the new year, I want to at least be outside and be um, completely silent. So I'm not talking, I'm not listening to music, I'm not checking my phone, I'm just being. And that's gonna be a. a, a a hard thing to accomplish, but it's really, if the habit forms, it'll be easy.
2: Yeah, being versus doing. And being I think versus we, just, doing. we just don't do that enough. And and so often, you know, people are giving their all at work. And then, yeah, they don't have any space when they get home. With the most important people, they have nothing more to give. So I think people say that all the time. I get home, 6 o'clock at night, I'm I'm pooped. I have nothing. I have nothing to give my wife, nothing to give our kids. So it's just about... I think having energy in that present moment, because if you don't have energy in the moment, then your time is wasted.
0: And then create some stillness. I remember used to back in the day when I'd come home and after is this training,
1: fifties or the sixties,
0: <laughs> I'd come home from uh, training people all day long, and I would just never listen to the radio. And this is before we had the cell phone, but I would just drive home completely in a quiet state Mm -hmm. so uh, so that that's the strategy i think more and more people should try is if you're cruising for 10 15 20 minutes don't have your radio on don't have your um, podcast on don't have anything on and just be silent and just start looking around and that's that's that awareness i think we sometimes we just get going nine thousand miles an
1: hour and so let, let's kind of wrap up with some uh, strategies people can take, uh, because this is, this is something that will become harder, but more important because our space is being gobbled up. When we wrote capacity, the reason why is because everyone's glass was full. There was no space left in the glass. So what are what are maybe five, whether it's self-awareness pieces or tips that the listeners can do to create more space?
2: I would. Um, what's really helpful for me is just scheduling some time into my day. So you're
1: actually scheduling times, periods, buffers.
2: Yeah, and I stick with those times. So I drop my son Brady off at daycare at 7 a.m. Nothing's happening at 7 a.m. I'm not on a call at 7 a.m. Unless you guys are scheduling something because yeah, that's 8 a.m. your time, which you do that to me sometimes, which is just that's
0: right. You just mean. Need to- get up early and they have but, less space.
2: So I drop them off at daycare. I go right to the gym. I'm, I'm in the gym for maybe 45 minutes. I'm home, I shower, and then I can get to work. And I feel like I am so much more productive when I have that time and I have the space and it's part of my routine now. So it doesn't even.
1: What happens when you miss that because you just think I got so much to do?
2: You, you know, feel even like if you don't I even have a th- lot to do, I never, that's, that's my time because Yeah. I mean, there's times where I'm traveling and I do, I do miss it. I mean, if I'm got a work event or something, but then I, I figure out a way to get it in my day, even if it is just 10 minutes or of some sort of movement. So I like to work out in the morning because I think it does set up my day.
1: So movement, movement and exercise allows you to have kind of more space mentally and physically.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, we talk about this a lot, finding things that you actually enjoy. I don't always just want to go to the gym and lift weights and hop on the cardio machine. I like to do other things. I like to run, but I really love yoga. And for a while there, because we grew up, you know, this big fitness family, we were always doing more high intensity stuff. I always thought that I hated yoga because it was too much stillness and it wasn't hard enough. And then I got really into it and I did my teacher training. And now I find that it's like the number one thing that fuels me and energizes me. And it's hard because I'm more present in every single movement. And I know that it's a challenge. And one of my favorite days of the week is Thursday because I do a yoga class and then it's followed by a 15 minute meditation. And every single meditation I'm, I'm passed out. And I wake up and I'm drooling and I feel like I've been sleeping for an hour and that I'm the last one in class. No, it was just 15 minutes. So I think if like our time that we have, even if it's short, but if it's well spent, then it's going to be so much more powerful. We don't need we don't need an hour of working out necessarily. Or
1: What about you, dad?
0: I think it's the little stuff for me. It's it's just being aware. I think the big thing we want um, everybody to understand is just create some awareness that what is your, what does your life look like? Do you, are you happy with your space? And, and if you said no, then we need to start thinking about what, what we can do. So it's really the itty bitty things that it's a, just being in the shower and just being aware of how the water feels on your body or stretching, or, um, it's the little stuff. It's the taking, you know, 30 seconds to get your breath back and really focus on your breath. But those are practices. And I think that's what we want to teach people. And then you get into the more of the bigger breaks, and that's going to be maybe taking a a massage, getting a massage. And so I'm pretty adamant about that. And the last thing that really helps me a little space is I I really plan play. Mm -hmm. I really like to play. So whether it's playing with Floyd or it's playing with um, the grandkids or playing in activities. So I think that really creates – when I have that space, it's your brain – you become happy mm-hmm. and i think that's the joyfulness you find with people having more space and i think that's what people get excited about you know with vacations right and they now they and really imagine taking a vacation where you're really not going nowhere mm-hmm. and
1: the truth is when people say they're they're bored <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a ton of space either <laughs> you know i i'm bored sometimes watching tv but I wouldn't call that space. Mm-hmm. Or I watch Netflix, a movie for the tenth time <laughs> because it's just mine. So for me, my, my tactic is: I really think it's it's a challenge in in Michigan to always get outside and uh, enjoy nature. Six months out of the year, that's easy. It's nice out. It's warm. But then flipping the mindset, there is beauty and actually a cool part of being in Michigan when it's cold and there's and snow, the snow yeah. and the change of the seasons, but you have to be present and, and and enjoy it versus thinking of the negatives of being cold. So for me, and I'm going to try to focus on getting outside no matter the time of year. And I think everybody can get outside a little bit more because nature is our true, I guess, a solution to being present into having space. I mean, think about the stuff that you can just be, do or um, enjoy when or you're just hear. outside or hear or listen or feel, you know, um, that's that's going to be my strategy. So silence to me, especially having the three kids, probably wasn't something three years ago that I needed a ton of silence because I I like to be by myself. Now, I don't have that option to kind of make up for it. At I think you day. guys
2: can start the routine at your house of um, watching the stars, watching the, the clouds. Yeah, we got we some it, work with yeah, that. but imagine
1: if
0: every day you took 30 seconds to look up in the sky mm-hmm. during the day and 30 seconds at night. It is, it's incredible how it really does start
1: to quiet the mind. And stillness is what we're missing. So, yeah, to wrap up, I mean, the reason we wanted to do this podcast on space is we kept thinking uh, – Everybody's trying to solve a problem, whether it's being anxious, digestive health issues, being mindful, stress, unhappy. And we think space is really that big picture strategy or idea that as humans, we have to understand if we don't have space, if we don't have white space, we're not going to be happy, we're not going to be healthy, and we're not going to do the stuff that really matters to us.
2: It makes us human. You talk a lot about like the white space. That's just time, downtime for us. Yeah,
1: Netflix and our phone and our pictures. That's not why we exist. Now, those are great things. And so we have to buffer them with the true white space. It's playing games, Mm -hmm. it's your hobbies, it's your passions, experiencing. Just being
2: present. I think, too, sometimes it can be exhausting just knowing, oh, my gosh, I have all these pictures that I need to post to social media, or I have to plan my next post, or I have to send this email, or all these things are so exhausting, but if we can just turn it off, none of that stuff at the end of the day really matters. Your
0: mother and I have been playing backgammon lately, so no TV (laughs) for the entire night. Poor mom. Yeah. And now it's more, but she's starting to really get into it. Because it is yeah, some games stillness, and playing. I right. think all
2: of that stuff is just good for for creating more space.
1: So t- just to wrap up, to make it a make it a priority to one, have some self awareness. Do you have as much space as you want? Do you have these periods where you you got a buffer where you feel like you're able to be still, be silent, and uh, giving yourself the space? And uh, we we really believe because we've seen it when people back up catapult pull the catapult back they realize that they have an opportunity to 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 have more space and once they do that they'll they'll never kind of let that go and we have ebb and flows in different times of the year that we we need to be busier but I think this is a good time to self correct and back up and say yeah in 2020 or whenever you hear this podcast I want to I want to have more space and the last thing that I had on my notes is You can really you can measure some of these um things that maybe get in way of your space and so i say here's my kind of rule of thumb if you're spending four hours or more on your devices and your device will tell you how much screen time i truly believe it's impossible to be your healthiest and happiest four hours or more and the average is about five hours a day from three to four hours i think is doable um it just depends on what you're doing. I really think the goal is, can you get your screen time under two hours? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> it's easy for me. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know where the- <laughs> Where's my phone? I don't know where to go <laughs> But it, it for me, that's because a lot of my job is to be on the device to share This is something for me that I just know, and at the end of the day, what really matters is the stuff not on the screen now there's some stuff that is important but two hours is plenty of time to get that done
0: but i think the whole thing of this why we want to do this is just to create awareness Mm -hmm. that people are running out of space and that's space and how do you help yourself and as you bring more space into your life generally people perform better feel better become healthier and all the stuff that we're concerned about and that's what we're hearing in our from our community is i just don't have any more space which leads to all these other problems they're trying to fix but we all know the foundational pillar is give people more space. And when they do have more space, then everything starts to slowly fall in line.
2: Yeah, because I think no no matter how busy you are, there's parts in your day that you can just let go. Or you can strategize your day a little bit differently. Maybe you're not talking to your coworkers as long. Maybe you're not on your phone as long. Maybe you're not surfing the web for so long. So we it's all, just yeah. simple things that we can just be conscious about right. and say, look, I don't want to work, you know, 12-hour days every day. Let me just cut that back a little bit and actually be more productive with the time that I have.
1: For sure. All right, so add some space. You know what you need to work on. And we'll see you again next time.